Hi my loves, welcome back to the podcast or welcome if you're here for the very first time, you are joining in at an interesting point in the podcast history in typical manifesting generator fashion. I've changed the name for the second time. If you have been here for a while, you will know that the name was something else to begin with. It was on her own and then it became Soulfield and now the Oracle Sage has been birthed, I was about to say fully, <laughs> she's coming through, um, but y'all get to be the first of few to know about this rebrand that is coming and the birth of who the Oracle Sage is. She came through to me very, very deeply and strongly and fucking fierce as hell uh man last year wow it was the end of last year i was working with a coach at the time and i believe i was like meditatively journaling and it really just like hit me like a ton of bricks <sighs> she is I want to say the higher version of myself, but she's so much more than that. It is the essence that my soul has returned to in every lifetime. Um, and there was like this soul remembering when that name hit me. And Sage has always been a name in my life. Um, my van's name is Sage. There has always been like this Sage essence in like my energy. I remember I worked with a team a number of years back before I had the van, before I knew about human design, and we were giving ourselves names based on our energy, and I named myself, it's like something sage, it had the word sage in it, and it's resonated with me so much, and I didn't know for a while why, and then it really came forward, Sagittarius, the like knowing, the 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 student, the teacher, the philosopher is really where that comes from, and then in my human design, I am the wise sage. Um, being a four six, the community member, but also that like wise intuitive knowing of the six and really calling her forward and owning her. But we're doing it in this small way um, because of my own traumas, my own discomforts and my own fears with fully owning something like that. It feels a lot easier to launch it here to our little small community and audience and not face forward yet. Um, because there is a lot of sacredness in protecting that name and that's been something I've reflected on and recently really diving into reading more of the women who women who run with the wolves and the section that I'm reading right now is so life-giving and it is like every time I read it it's exactly what I need to hear I just read that section and then I move on I read the section I move on and the other day I had been like on and off sitting with finally sharing the Oracle Sage and I was reading more about this story in the book and one of the things they said is the the sacredness of keeping a name secret so that the being may fully step into the power um, while it is still kept secret. But there's also been this knowing of like needing to move forward with the name and needing to start taking onus over it. So yeah, this is our baby step. <laughs> Welcome to those of you who are here for this baby step and for many more to come. Um, there's a rebrand in the midst of that and I can't tell you exactly what it's going to look like because a lot of it is very intuitive, but I know it's going to be whew, much more of the feminine, much more of the flow, much more of the intuition. 
uh, and really respecting that flow of energy in the container that will be built by my masculine but like building that container so that I can feel so free to flow and own the strength that is within that so thank you for being along with this journey um, besides doing this rebrand it's really been coming from rerouting back in Arizona now that I know my life is going to be here for a couple more seasons, um, getting the fuck out of here before the next summer falls, but knowing that I'm going to be here, really connecting back with my community and seeing where I'm serving and where do I want to grow in this stage and in this phase, um, and rewriting what my life looks like here and taking, <laughs> I don't even know if onus is the right word. You know what? We're going to Google this because, is it that? No, I didn't even spell it right refers to, used to refer to something that is one's duty or responsibility. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we can use that. Um, but yeah, taking responsibility over what does my life look like here and I can plant roots without having to stay here forever. Uh, or I've been telling everybody if I'm going to stay here, I literally have to be a snowbird. <laughs> but yeah, rewriting what my life is going to look like here, rerouting into my community because when I know, when I felt like I was like, I'm going to leave, I'm not going to be here as much, I'm going to be in another country, uh, I really disconnected myself from life here. So calling that back in and knowing that's okay, that I disconnected for a bit and that I'm coming back in. But also, I don't know if anybody else feels this halfway through September, I'm mentally preparing myself for the holiday season. And that's like... <laughs> Not in the sense of like what the holidays are, but just the speed in which everything comes at this time of year is like none other. And I'm grateful for the time that it puts me with my family, um, but where are the lines and where are the boundaries for myself to still own my own life and connect with them. So within all of that, just like my little life update for you guys, but yeah. My, 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 my main, my, 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 <laughs> my main focuses, focuses, focuses are, you know, this rebrand dropping back into what does rooting back into this community look like, um, and building a firm foundation for myself as well as really shaping what my close knit community looks like calling in, honestly, and when I say community, really calling in the women in my life and feeling like I have, I don't know if any of y'all feel this, but my, one of my deep desires is to have a very tight knit community of women and like in all of the essence of the feminine in the wild woman in like the mother in the maiden and like all of our energies together, um, really shaping what that looks like and really connecting with those people in my life. Um, so I feel like I'm starting to get an idea of what that looks like, but also there's so much more to come in that. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to who those women are going to be because I know I can feel it in my soul that there are new women coming into my life that are going to be in this community. Uh, and it might look like we live all over the place. I have a feeling that'll probably be true because that's typically the energy I call in, but I'm looking forward to it and I know, um, yeah, yeah, in this season, 
we're moving forward, we're moving up, and it's probably gonna look like a lot of women who are living their lives like me. Um, <laughs> in the feminine and spontaneous and running their own businesses. But um, with that is, is bringing me to what really came forward today as I was connecting with one of the women in my community who I know will always be in my life um, in some way, shape, or form is the really calling in the requirement for support in, in all facets of like within this community that I'm in of all of us really running our own businesses, being self-employed in some way. I'm seeing the shift in a lot of us that is like, I thought, you know, we thought support was thing something way out in the future or something that was not feasible at the time, but getting to the point where support is a requirement in order to grow, in order to grow personally and in the business. And I feel like for so many people in my community, it was that thing that was like, oh, but like, that's too much to invest into right now. That's too much. Like, that's way in the future. I'm not there yet. I'm not big enough. I don't have enough. Um, but you're, you're there. <laughs> like, you, you know you're there when you're there. Um, and there's this, like, I've seen this shame culture around really getting support of, like, oh, my God, that's so extra. That's so, you know... <laughs> I don't know if bougie is the right word, but I've got a friend who at one point in her work, she was making enough money to be like, I really want to hire somebody to help me out. Like whether that's like at home with some errands and truly buying back her time. I was like, dude, fuck yeah. If you know you can budget that, if you know you can afford that and that is going to support you to buy back your time, do it. And she ended up not doing it because one of her friends was like giving her shit about it. And was like, you can't do that. Like, that's such a waste of money and just like really speaking down onto it. Um, so then she just never did it. And I was like, dude, fuck what anybody else thinks. Um, you know, that's very side tangent to not what we're talking about today, but it gives me the same energy of when we shit on rich people, um, based on like what they're just in general, like not even specific anybody, like what they're doing with their money, but just like to really label that as like, oh, they must be a bad person because they have money. Well, no, <laughs> just like you're not some like snooty, like throwing your money away rich person if you're hiring help for your life and buying back your time. Buying back your time gives you the ability to make a deeper impact in this world. And before we just go down like the business lane of this, this is not just about business. This is not just about being self-employed and buying back your time. This is about allowing in support in your life, in all facets. Like you literally deserve to be held mentally, emotionally, physically. And when I say held, I don't mean like coddled like a baby and everything is taken care for you, care of for you. Um, I mean, asking for support from your friends and your community, whether that's holding space for something you're moving through, um, for me, lately, it's really just been reaching out when it feels right. After my breakup, I needed deep clarity, especially in the spiritual world. And I reached out to my friend and I was like, she does amazing, amazing, amazing tarot reading. And um, also is somewhat of a medium. Um, I don't know if it's somewhat or she definitely is. I don't know how she describes herself. But I was like, hey, I really, really, really need a reading. And like, financially couldn't swing it at that point. I was like, is there any way 
we could like do a trade or like anything that I could do to get your support and she was like girl I got you um and I reached out because I knew I needed that comfort and that support of direction in that moment and I asked for it past me who would not ask for support who was hyper independent would have gone down the path of I'm too much of a burden that's not okay for me to ask for um because you know I can't pay for it in this moment but then owning and trusting I'm like you know what I trust her in her power and if that's not something that she's available for she will tell me no um and I'm not trying to manipulate her or get her to do what I want I just said it simply and she was like yes I'm here for that and I was like wow I feel so so supported by my community that they were able to support me in this way so that support is not just buying back your time like what about your community what are you looking for what what project in your home right now or thing that you need taken care of personally maybe something on your car <laughs> Um, maybe something's falling apart in your home and you don't have the tools, you don't have the knowledge to be able to put that back together, reach out to your community. It feels scary and we've been pushed so much in our lives for hyper-independence because we don't want to be a nuisance on other people, especially women. And I'm sure men this is here for you too, but I'm going to speak to the women. We have been taught to stay small and to either figure it out ourselves or not do it at all. And I'm sure there's, you know, there's also the community of women who's been taught to like have all their needs met by somebody else, but there's also this community of women that's like, we have moved into the, like the pendulum swing back, and we've moved so much into the masculine that we're taking care of everything for ourselves, um, and not allowing ourselves to receive, not allowing somebody else to come in and support us. This is a balance of life. Nothing is ever black or white. There is room for both. There is room for you to be this powerful, amazing, magnetic human being who does so much of their own and there is space for you to be deeply, deeply supported uh, within all facets of your life, your friends, your community, and also holding the vision. Me and Leisha have been talking about this a bit and she shared um, some vision she has for holding the vision, but you know, where are you putting your visions? Where are you putting your manifestations? Where are you putting the things that are needing to be brought to light and allowing those to be held by others who this is not just everyone and anyone, but who can truly hold the energy of those visions and can see that for you. Not some people who are going to be doubting you and are going to secretly feel like, oh, she can't do that. But, you know, whether you're religious or spiritual, your church community, your spiritual community, um, literally spirit, God, universe, whoever it is that you are connected with, asking for it, sharing the vision and having that held there, not just within yourself, but within the universe, within God and within your community. Um, but again, reiterating those energies that are trustworthy, those energies that are fully there for you in those ways. So how do you know when you're ready for support? Because you might be denying it, but you might actually really, really be ready for support. And I will say, like we started off talking about business, it's not just about the money. Like, yes, maybe part of your support is having the money to be able to buy back your time and asking for support and hire that on when you have the space. That's not the only avenue. So if that's something specific you're looking for, yes, a sign would be having the extra income to be able to do that. But also when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling overwhelmed and you just need support with whatever that looks like, maybe it's just like putting a little more structure in your life. And support can look like so many things. Support doesn't mean 
you ask that person and they have to be the one to support you. Sometimes you talk to that person and they're holding space for you and they guide you or they point you in the direction where you can find that support. Whether it is a person, whether it is a book, a resource of some sort, support doesn't always have to look like a physical, tangible person in front of you doing the thing for you. Um, and I would say one of the last signs, there's, I'm sure there's a million signs when you're ready for support, but some of them for me personally um, would be having the money if I was looking to hire or when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I can reach out to my community, look for those resources. And also when you're just ready to level the fuck up and you've been feeling stagnant in what you're doing, looking for that support. And that's, again, it's not always the tangible support. Sometimes it is truly, it is somebody else holding that vision. It is somebody else connecting you with somebody you needed to be connected with, a resource, a book, a guide. There are so many avenues of support. Um, so don't marry yourself to the vision of it has to be this person helping me in this way. This is exactly how it has to happen. That's how we lock ourselves into not being able to manifest and bring to fruition the things that we are desiring because we've locked so far into it has to look like this specific avenue that if I see anything else other than that, you deny it, you push it away. It's like the man in the boat, <laughs> the man who's drowning in the water and he's like, God's going to save me. And a fisherman comes by and he's like, Hey, like, let me pull you out of the water. And he's like, no, 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 God's going to save me. And then like 10 minutes later, another boat comes by and they're like, oh, we're going to save you. And he's like, no, 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 God's going to save me. God's sending the fucking boats. <laughs> um, but it wasn't in the way that you wanted to see it. So open yourself back up and just say, you know, put the intention out there, put, you know, vocalize it to your safe community and then release and then let go and trust and fall into the knowing and the trusting of this is going to happen. It might not look it probably won't look exactly how I think it's going to, but it's going to happen in its own way. Um, so check in. Awareness is the first step and having that awareness to then go move into how to get started. Start talking about it. Oh my God. Vocalizing things is so important, but, 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 but do this with discernment, with deep discernment and your knowing of who you are speaking these visions to. Do not allow everyone to hold your visions. There are very few people I allowed to hold my visions, especially depending on how sacred they are to me. The Oracle Sage, three people before I release this podcast episode have known about it in the last year. My coach, my best friend, and another good friend who is also an energy coach for me. They're the only people that I have felt safe enough and who could deeply hold and see that vision for me without getting comfortable and turning away from that and being like, ew, what the fuck? Why do you see yourself like that? I trusted those people. So be deeply discerning with who you are talking to about these things. Don't just throw it out to anybody because you will feel the energy of them being uncomfortable and them not seeing your dream and you will start to feel it yourself. There's a lot of people I've had to pull away from, from speaking into fruition what I'm looking for. So... Be very discerning. Do your research. Sometimes support is not always like needing to speak directly to somebody. Sometimes it's literally just looking the fuck up. There have been a lot of hormonal issues I've been dealing with and it just took me this long to be like, I'm just going to start researching them myself. This whole time I'll be like, I'll do it when I have the money. I'll do it when I have the money. I'll do it when I have the money. Like I'll hire somebody who can help me figure this out. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like if I'm not there yet, there's a reason. And I am just going to take ownership of this and do my own research and start experimenting and figure it out myself. 
but that is me supporting myself. That is me reaching out for support is finding that research. And you know, I might find something from there and like part of me getting that support is going to be speaking to some of my friends who I know have done healing work in themselves through their own research and being like, let me talk to you about this. What is your, you know, understanding of this? What was your experience with this? And then deciding intuitively in my own body, does that work for me? Does this work for me? Testing trial and error. Um, reach out to somebody that is offered in the past. Sorry, next one. <laughs> but another way to get started on receiving support you've probably connected with somebody in the past who has wanted to offer that support to you or has talked about it or knows something, knows someone, knows some research. Go reach back out to that person. Ask them again. Be like, hey, remember when you shared X, Y, and Z with me? I would love to know more about that. Are you still able to support me in that arena? It's okay. Don't be worried about their judgment. I know that comes up. Fuck it. Caution in the wind. It's not important. Um, they wanted to support you then. If they don't want to support you now, that's fine. It's just a redirection. Trust that. But start start somewhere. <laughs> start diving into that. And if that's where your intuition is being called to, that's where it's being called to. So deeply get to know that. Um, and talking to somebody you see being supported. So if you see somebody, if you have somebody in your life who you see is deeply allowing and support in their life, whether that is, you know, monetarily they're buying back their time or they are just somebody who will own the fuck out of asking for support. They're the friend who will call you and be like, hey, can you pick me up from the, air can you pick me up from the airport? Um, or whatever that looks like. You know they are deeply open to receiving support. Talk to them. Be like, hey, I'm not really great at receiving support, but I've seen you do it. And I would love to know, like, you know, how or where you started or here are my discomforts with that. Um, or you see them being supported in a way you want to be supported and you're like, Hey, would that person help me? Would this help me? Like, where did you find that support? And can you help me find that too? Reach out to your community and use your intuition. Connect with that, that knowing inside of you that is like, this person is meant for me. This person is not like use your, you know, in the more tangible sense, use your discernment. For me, it's more intuition based, but like your research, your knowing, your inner knowing, your guide, it is there to guide you. Um, and don't wait. My clients, both from coaching and from, you know, support systems management, uh, really come to me when they're burnt out. They're burnt out in their relationships. They're burnt out. They're communicating. They've already gotten to the point of conflict and fighting with somebody um, and are now just like really overwhelmed and over how their their communications, <laughs> their communications, how their relationships are going. Um, when you start to see those little, little things, reach out, you know, or, you know, I have people come to me that are already burnt out from like, they're doing all the legwork, whether it's in their events, whether it's in their systems, like they've been doing everything and they're so fucking done. Their business starts to take a hit because they're so overwhelmed. Recognize the signs, recognize the little pings in yourself that like, even that little thought that you're like, I should get support. It would be really nice if somebody helped me with that. Just start asking, start talking about it to the right people. You've got this. You are worthy. You are deserving of being held in your vision and being held in this lifetime in your healing. <sighs> Take a deep sigh. <sighs> You've got this. <laughs>